Hey friends, this episode of Stickers and Scuffs is brought to you by our friends at Quick Quick. They are the world's best fire starter. And I'll tell you that for a fact that uh, just recently this past weekend, my buddy called me up and told me that his maples were running like crazy and that his buckets were overflowing and he had to get boiling soon. So we packed a bag for overnight and we went over and our families collected sap and we got a fire going in his boiler stove quick, fast with, you guessed it, a quick, quick fire starter. And I'll tell you, we had a quick, quick fire going fast and we had it burning hot. He had a ton of wood there, but he needed it going soon just because of all the, the sap we had laying around. So we got right to boiling and we had a long fire into the night. It all started with just one quick, quick friend. So if you need to get a fire going in a survival situation or recreational or a maple syrup situation, the world's best starter is definitely for you. We use it, our friends use it, and you should too. So they are the best fire starter to possibly pick up. They're all Canadian made. They're a 100% Canadian company. So fire them up today. Hey friends, it's Cam K and Graydon Bunn back with another fresh episode of Stickers and Scuffs. Today we have the editor-in-chief of Inside Track Motorsport News and the event coordinator for an upcoming show that we have so dearly missed. And some of you know I am quite conflicted that I'm going to be missing it, but uh, Motorama's back and it's going to be better than ever, I'm sure. Greg McPherson is with us. Greg, how you been, bud? Excellent, guys. Yeah, thanks so much for having me on. Always. We are glad to have you here and we're glad to be talking up Motorama and it's it's going to be happening and it's going to feel a little more like, well, I guess it didn't, uh, we had to sit out for a year, but uh, I guess it's going to feel like old times again, right? Yeah, actually, it'll feel like hopefully 2019 because yes. as, as, as we were doing the 2020 show, it was unbelievable. Like the content, the world was the closing content, in on you, right? Everything was great. But when that, whatever it was, the Wednesday night before we opened, when the NBA announced they're ending their season, it was just the dominoes started to fall and the walls closed in. And a mm-hmm. uh, joke in the time sense, it's, it's been a very long two weeks to flatten the curve. <laughs> <laughs> it definitely has. And it's kind of, it's kind of funny how we go from, you, you're, when your show was going to happen, everything closed to now your show is coming and everything's opening up again. And, um, you know, it's, it's exciting because we've kind of talked about this and I think, you know, we've kind of realized that this, this virus, this is not, it's not going away. Like it, this is going to be something that we're going to have to live with. And, and what's cool about it is that, you know, I, I saw one of your, one of your takes on, on social media about, kind of like, listen, you have the option to come to our, our show. You can wear a mask if you want, and you, you can choose not to, you have the freedom, but guess what? You can come to a show for like the first time in two years. You guys have probably, I think you are the first event. If I'm not mistaken that the, 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 or the order for like the mass meeting, I think it's the first event right after that announcement and i mean you guys have got to be so itching to get going but like 
is, is there any fear because of what happened no. so many years ago? <laughs> yeah. Who knows? Like you, we still watch every day. Like, uh, you know, people, I, I don't know. I think it's an industry. I think a lot of people are yeah. happy to see things continue. This is my personal thing, yeah. but, uh, you know, things look like they're in great shape. You know, most people have had two, three shots. Yeah. A lot of people have had the, the virus and, and yeah. now with it being milder and with their shots have gotten through it. So that, that's where I'm at. I had it about three weeks ago. I had a bad weekend and a sore throat and stayed in bed on a Saturday and now I'm done with it. So uh, perfect. I'm sure a lot of people are in the same boat, but uh, no, no, absolutely. Like you say, we're, we're hugely relieved because right back in the fall when it looked like we were able to do the show, a lot of talk about, uh, okay, masking will still be in place and mm-hmm. uh, vaccine uh, passport checking. And, and just, you know, it's hard enough to put a show on and plan and do all this stuff. Like we were talking to like security firms and how many people are we going to need? Like if, if, if you've been to the show, like the lineup, like especially like say on a Saturday you're getting in, it, like people sneak through the whole lobby of the International Center, go out the door and everything. And so it's a long line when things are moving well and, and it is yes. pretty quick, but uh, yeah, so just the getting our head around um, all the, all the things we'd have to do additionally to comply and we were ready to do it. Um, and then also possibly um, t- to keep capacities down if at certain times with spacing look like, Oh, it's going to be 50%. But then and anyway, the opportunity came up to move our show from our traditional date for this one year to in the hope that and it seems like it's worked out to get away from all that stuff so now Mm -hmm. we're fortunately we're now in the situation where it's nice out the uh don't don't have to wear a mask but like you say cam please if you feel comfortable and you want to wear one go ahead that's great like Mm -hmm. whatever but uh and and we don't have to check vax passports again like if you want to come don't come like you know we don't want anyone to feel unsafe but we're going to present a, a safe environment, lots of cleaning, and uh, you know everybody's welcome. And we're excited to get back and gauging the interest uh, where people are at right now. I, I just mentioned to you guys a little bit, but uh, I guess it's a factor as well of people feeling a lot more comfortable buying things online. But mm-hmm. we're at about 10 times ahead a month out of the show in terms of ticket sales where we were leading up to the 2020 show that wasn't happy you know that then that calculation didn't involve COVID. like this was a month out wow march 2020 yeah. so i think people are That's a lot great. more comfortable but literally it's 10 times the sale so it speaks to a couple of things about how anxious people are to get back get back to normal see their old friends like the, the show is amazing in terms of like custom cars hot rods the whole racing area the racing zone in there but mm-hmm. the other part it's so social like mm-hmm. we've all come through two years where you know, only a hundred people are allowed at a racetrack or no people are allowed and don't talk and you can't go here or there. So it's, it's brewing. It's starting to look like a big party. It's kind of thing just where you get to see people, your friends, you, a lot of them you haven't seen for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. Well, the networking aspect of it is, is huge for the longevity of motorsports too, right? And you've got people there that represent brands. You, I mean, th- this is, I think what's really important. And I think it gets, it gets hidden is that, people have been working on cars this entire pandemic. Yeah. So now they get a chance to finally show off all the hard work. And I I would imagine that you probably have a lot more people interested in, in presenting a vehicle this year because 
they have had all this extra time to work on them. Yeah, so during the pandemic, it was a it was a safe thing to do. Yeah, you could, you could go out to your garage and work on your car without breathing or getting breathed on. So uh, <laughs> or, or breathing on anybody. So a lot of people did it. It was crazy. I remember talking with some guys who were in you know manufacturers and parts and during the the, the worst part of the pandemic, and uh, almost sheepishly they were like, "This is the best." business period we've ever had <laughs> like like people it's a safe thing to do so thank goodness yep. someone did well during that period but uh it, it, yeah so in, and then it's kind of transition so like in the fall we thought we could do the show but it was sort of still hanging on or there was another wave there um there was a little bit of tentativeness about people or car, car owners you know maybe some people are a little older thinking like oh i might not come or like it's you know just a little too early but that has gone away. Like we we're, we pretty much shut down um, vehicle applications for all the all the cars in the show, like race cars, drags, you know, drag vehicles, uh, you know, custom cars, hot rods, all of that. So pretty much shut down that people. And then right now, I don't know if they're used to it traditionally, but we've got people coming out. We had a driver a meeting here, a team meeting at my place yesterday, and uh, the guy who's in charge of the cars, Gary Chalice, he said. Uh, on the weekend, I got approached by three guys with 100-point cars. They would all do well in Detroit. They will all be, like, in the Canadian 10 at our show, and we don't know if we can fit them in. Like, it's Whoa. wild. Yeah. <laughs> nice problem to have. Yeah. And, and it is. And, and and if I told you how close we were to not doing the show in the fall when all the other stuff was hanging over, and we're just like, you know what, we can't wait till 2023. Let's do it. And yeah, we're just so happy and so far so good. Everything's shaping up to be really nice and, and lots of support and we can't wait. And it, I mean, in terms of having to reschedule the show, it's always nice to have it in March when the winter's dragging on and stuff like that. And I will absolutely look forward to it being back. Should it go back to that time slot next year, but uh, having, having it on uh, Friday the 29th and Saturday the 30th and Sunday, May 1st, it segues nicely basically into the beginning of the Ontario racing season. So in a way it's, it's not really a bad thing in terms of the, the, the rain date schedule, right? Yeah, no, no, it's good. And we didn't have a lot of choice. Like the, to their credit, the international center, mm -hmm. all the shows were in the same boat as us. They kind of wanted to get out of, January, February, March, um, just because of what was going on. And they, they were all looking to get back into this sort of window, you know, end of March, April. And, uh, it, and it was like putting a Rubik's Cube together or something. I don't know. <laughs> big Jenga of shows. So everyone, everyone was understanding, helped each other. Like, uh, you know, can we move your move-in date? Can you guys hurry up and get out a little sooner? Just stuff like that. So everyone was great. The The yeah the only little drawback is it we're slightly too close to racing season where it's too so close that, so yeah so yeah that's right in one case um flambro was just awesome like john caselli we deal with and his team there mm -hmm. they booked a booth they're like every time like going back to performance world and in motion like like way back they're always there and it's usually and during the show in the normal time, it's John Caselli's birthday. They always uh, gets a cake and the Hooters girls come over and <laughs> sing to him and wish nice. him happy birthday, make him blush. But uh, 
So it's their opening day on the, the Saturday and he's still got a booth and they're going to staff it and be there Friday and the Sunday. And, but uh, I think we've lost a couple of, you know, tracks and series just because either it's a practice day and they, they can't staff it or whatever. So not ideal. We're all doing what we can to get through this year. And mm-hmm. um, the, the plan is to be back on our traditional date next year. Nice. I hadn't considered yeah. that, that it would be like, too close that it's actually tying people up yeah that does make a ton of no sense. no it's it's awesome but just a touch like i think like say delaware's they're doing a practice and yeah and, uh, just just a little little close uh, sunset same thing you know they've got their, their big uh but like you say everybody's chomping at the bit so it's yeah. going to be uh, the energy is going to be fantastic i'm sure yeah and the racing community so where some of the like say venues couldn't come the uh the racers like amazing support so one of the things to get into, we do this thing on the Saturday night of the show, um, Fast Eddie Night of Champions. So I don't know if you guys have read about it or heard about it or taken it in, but yep. it, it is crazy. Like you, normally, you know, some, you know, if you win a class at a, you know, a weekly short track, there are four, four champions, say, at the track. And they all get together and their families and stuff and they have a banquet somewhere. And, and that's awesome. And it's personal. But uh this is like that on steroids. So if <laughs> every person, like kid up to adult, who won the series or track championship in any division, uh, Canadian, um, at a facility in Canada, is welcome to register and welcome to come. And we'll have a plaque and shirts and prizes and, and stuff for them on that oh, Saturday man. night. So, And we've done it going back to our old show, the CME. So I think it's about the seventh or eighth annual. But... Uh, Traditionally, it's been, uh, we sort of have drag racing night of champions and short track night of champions, both asphalt, asphalt and dirt. And they get invited up to the stage and interviewed about their season just sort of quickly. And who do you want to thank? And, you know, and we usually get like one of our celebrity guests at the show to help out and present. So, you know, oh, man, it's so years cool. past, like people are sitting there, it'd be like with Courtney Hansen or, you know, Tom Smith from Misfits or uh, Steve Darnell. Yeah. He's done. They're all so nice. And they just participate and the kids are like oh my gosh i can't believe i'm standing here yeah. with them. and then yeah it's thousands of families team members and fans watching 150 champions get celebrated in one one place at one time so i i've never heard about anything like that anywhere in the world it's really cool and it's a lot of fun that's amazing like it's it's yeah. big time especially in canada and I, I mean, I understand that we have our, our pockets of fan bases, but the reality of the situation is that if you're going to get, if we're, are we going to get more attention for track champions or hockey champions? It, it, we kind of always will lose that battle. Like that's the, that's the honest truth, right? We're losing that, you know, we lose to basketball, basketball has become a really big sport in, in Canada, even the baseball crowd. Right. So to have a, a place where we can celebrate all those champions, because what it also shows is that all their hard work, is being recognized and that's and respected. Yeah. And respected. That's, that's the biggest thing is like, yeah, you guys, you know, you do this because you love it, but we, we appreciate all that you guys put in and that you guys Uh, spent this money to race. Like it is. And that's so as, as two racing fans to hear that this is being put on, it's such a great idea. So I, I definitely said that's on the Saturday night. Yeah. April 30th, April 30th. Yeah. Guys, go out and and catch this because it is. I mean, just I feel it's so amazingly well attended too. Like it's it is wild. Like just we've had people that could be up in 
northern Ontario at a dirt track, they'll they've, people have flown down. We get registrations from Brockville, like you know, nice. And this southern is Ontario Motor Speedway. Like it, it's crazy. Like kids right up to adults to to the top series champions of, of big series come and they're all there shoulder to shoulder. It's so cool. <laughs> and for these kids, you know, for example, they're, they're, they're starting out running in, in small in their midgets or, or whatever cars they're running in, in junior, junior cars. And then all of a sudden they go and see a, a local track champion, or they go and see a celebrity, or they go and see somebody like a DJ Kennington come in there. Obviously this, yeah. this year will be a little different, but you know, they, they're going to have racing heroes there people that they can aspire to be like that. And they're all in one place. I mean, when mm-hmm. we, we've been able to, to how, when we, when we, when we talked to one driver last year at sunset, when I met the first driver at, at the track, I was like, Oh my God, I can't believe this. Can you imagine like how those, those little, little racers are going to feel. And all of a sudden that gives them something to aspire to as well. Right. Like this oh, could yeah. be the future, right? Yeah. Like this could be it. I could be one of those, track champions i could my be the favorite car. my favorite thing is like we've got other like real announcers who uh like run the presentations so i just sort of hang around and go take pictures and things and it's just the coolest shot in the world to see like one of the guys interviewing like a little kid and uh from behind with the lights and just a sea of people and it's just like you know you know nothing's like like that has ever happened to those kids before that's awesome. It's so and one and one kind of neat thing. We'll see. I think we're getting a good reaction for it. Um, lot, not a lot of champions were declared in 2020, but right. if if anyone did, if anyone like if someone managed to get a championship or a title in, um, they're they're all welcome to attend too. So we've got it uh, where people could sign up to say if they won in 2020 or 2021. It's because just because of the pandemic, you don't want to see someone get ripped off of the experience. Yeah. So that's, that's great. Oh, man, that's awesome. Yeah. That's, that's so true cool. because they're, they're still champions. Yeah, oh, yeah for sure. They're, they're, they're no, active celebration. Yeah. And you just yeah. you hate to see like, Oh yeah, I should have had that experience, but I couldn't because of the pandemic, like just more salt in the wound. So yeah. Man, exactly. That's so great of you guys. Yeah. Really? No, nice. Yeah. What, uh, what are we, what are we talking about in terms of uh, vendors and, and, uh, and guests, this, this uh, celebrity guests mm-hmm. that you've got this year, what, what can people look towards? So we're still working on a couple of things for celebrity guests, but uh, which could be awesome or it won't happen. So you'll hear me <laughs> screaming if it happens, but um, our, our main guy, so the, it's, he's a car builder. You've probably seen him on TV. If you follow the builder shows, but yep. uh, uh, when we were looking to book people, for this year we the, the border was still an issue yeah so mm-hmm. so we're like we've had chats with like say chip foose who was going to come in 2020 had to cancel like days before the show and uh i think we're sort of saying like let's wait again until 2023 because we didn't know what the border would be like and you right. want to plan and promote it way out so tentatively that's the plan for 2023 but um got a great guy and his wife coming from nova scotia so if you've ever watched bad chad customs yeah and Queen Jolene. And this Queen Jolene. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, they they are so nice and fun and like original and the stuff he builds is unique. And I, I know he's, he's got just that gonna... maritime accent too. Yeah. So I'm, <laughs> yeah. I, I lost it. I left. I was born there. I, I lost it though. I, I left when I was nine months old. But, uh, so I can't keep up with him. But uh, anyway, just so nice. And I know he's going to be one of those guys who just 
wants to see every car in the show and go talk to every car owner and you know whether the racers or the hot rod people so uh, yeah they're going to be great um if you're into the youtube there are uh, these guys it's kind of like the to me it seems like the canadian equivalent of roadkill it's deboss garage and mm -hmm. they've got some they're coming with some of their crazy stuff like one oh i'll think of the name anyway it's it's like a, a pickup truck mounted on uh army tank <laughs> nice. with, with the tracks and then a couple of the other oh, stuff man. like they got like a c10 i guess truck and they drop you know a monster bulldozer caterpillar engine in it and you know a couple other things so anyway so that, that'll oh yeah that's right oh right up graden's alley <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> I'm so uh, conflicted, Greg. I know. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. Your I'm toys. sorry. Yeah. Oh, you, you like that stuff? I know you're on it all week, but you, you oh, like yeah. to see the crazy stuff too. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, so they're coming. Um, we've got an, another YouTube guy, but he's a builder. It's, it's called Nick's Garage. So from uh, coming from Montreal, this gentleman who works. A lot of early 70s you know dodge type muscle cars um they're coming in the, it'll be in the racing zone there's a huge area i think it's nine vehicles are going in there one's going in the mcguire's booth but just like uh, one of them looks like uh the car out of the vanishing point movie remember that one the white <laughs> challenger and come uh, on Graydon, come on <laughs> so this oh, are, are those little tears <laughs> <laughs> sorry anyway so so uh, nick's garage they're coming so he a bunch of his he's i guess he's got friends and former customers we worked on their cars and they all have them but they're all cool. getting them together and coming nice. to toronto to show them off so that's cool and another guy his name is david schroeder so i don't know if you're into drag racing at all but uh it's a canadian guy uh, i think mm -hmm. from mississauga um two-time winner of drag week which is a really unique competition where uh, it's drag racing, but it's based on, I think it's five events over five days at different drag strips around the Midwest. So, but your drag vehicle, the one that competes has to be the vehicle that you drive from track to track. Oh, that's wicked. And like with a, and with a trailer on the back. So oh, cool. man. David with two different Corvettes has won this competition twice. And uh, like he'll compete with guys like Tom Bailey, who's been to our show, um, Jeff Lutz from Street Outlaws, done Drag mm -hmm. Week, and and uh, yeah, so he's coming with two of the two of his Corvettes, one that he won a couple years ago, and then one just this past fall, two different Corvettes that and the trailer that he's won Drag Week from, and I think three times now he's been on the cover of Hot Rod Magazine with his car that's so. impressive that yeah like, no, he's cool. done it not only once but like with a different car again like this guy knows obviously how to yeah. pack a punch <laughs> and, he, and he's a racing guy too because it was really funny mm -hmm. like uh i ran into him last summer at sunset speedway during the pinty series race he was up in the you know turn three four you know restaurant uh, hospitality area beer garden and yeah. he, he was there to take in the, the nascar stock car race so uh yeah he's a cool guy nice yeah There's so much so much that i mean i i personally would love to see you guys get uh get the the boys from rust valley restorers um they they're a hoot i love those guys uh you know absolutely and it's totally in play um, oh really eh well well not not for this year but we've talked no, about but them perfect they're, <laughs> they're really they're really close they're good friends with a guy nice. who appears on that show 
J.F. Lounier, who's won yes. the Riddler Award, and he won the Grand Champion Award at our show two years ago. Okay. Brought, right? So, uh, yeah, J.F.'s been there. He's friends with those guys. We, we would love to have them. And uh, I think it was just the, the distance this year and some of the, yeah. the passport things going on. And uh, But we definitely would love to have them. Oh, it's so it's, point. Oh, I laugh at those guys. They're just oh, funny. They're so like, funny. When that Avery gets cackling, it's like, <laughs> yeah. it's, yeah, that's exactly, it. that's exactly it. And I yeah. go, it's funny. Cause we go all the time and I go like, you know, I live in a, a condo, but man, what I would I give to have a car graveyard? Like they got there, eh? Just to <laughs> walk, just to go walk out and be like, oh man, I'm, I'm going to use this car, but maybe not for like five years. But I'm not yeah. going to get rid of it. I'm not yeah. going to sell. Got it. a good deal on that. I got a good deal on it. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like he had to air them out, but it, it was it was almost like uh, the family was going to put him into like withdrawal treatment or something. Like yeah, yeah. He, yeah. And he built something. He'd be like, oh yeah, it's so nice. I can't sell it. And then they come back and they'd be like, you're supposed to have less cars. You just bought two more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, always funny so yeah oh, they, uh, they, would, they would absolutely be welcome if, if they could make it to yeah, show at some point it's, yeah this is great i mean it's, it's it's a you know a show that uh we're gonna have some racing uh some content there obviously we're gonna we're gonna see what uh what type of racing content will we have uh at the show there greg so uh when you come into the show the first hall is uh hall one we call it the grand hall so down the middle is sort of like the 28 insane custom first time shown builds where I don't know. They just, amazing gentlemen, you know, build these things and price doesn't seem to be an issue. So it's quite a treat to see those. Mm. Once you leave that area, it's hall 1B, they call it. It's, uh, and we call it the racing zone. So almost all of the content in there is racing zone. So whether it's vendors, you know, equipment people, suppliers, tracks, series, um, and displays, you know, groupings of cars. And also, oh, the, the racers corral. So, <clears throat> excuse me. So racers will, racers will come in with their cars, whether like say Peterborough Speedway will come with a, have its booth and they'll get to bring two of their cars. Or the APC series is going to have a couple of cars there or OSS series, the you know, Ontario Sportsman series is going to have, I think three, three of its cars there. But as an individual racer, if you want to get some exposure, exposure for your car, you like it, you've got it all ready for the season and nicely lettered up and everything. Uh, so a lot of those guys apply as individuals to, to bring and show off their cars. So that's, and then this year, the whole spectrum. So uh, got a bunch of road racing cars and series um, stock cars as always amazing support um, and a bunch of incredible drag cars coming as well. Nice. Yeah. Is and then it, we'll put uh, people on the stage as well for different disciplines mm -hmm. have chats. So there'll be like panels for stock cars or, you know, drag racing or road racing and whether it's promoters or racers, you know, just sort of like a full session on the stage to chat about current issues and get ready for the year. It's like Comic-Con, but for auto racing and uh, for, yeah. for motorsports fans, I love it. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's genius. And, and Greg, I think, I think, uh, I think we're gonna have some fun. I think that's I think so. Uh, I think Graydon's going to be missing out. He's gonna be, and once you get a feel yeah. for it this year, you'll see it. So another thing we're going to do in, <laughs> in, in the racing room this year is we've got a stage in there. It's not huge, but just enough for like a couple seats and a table and some microphones and stuff. And uh, want to have it busy with uh, podcasters and radio guys. So just come 
it's your stage have you got it for an hour invite some guests line some people up and chat and just sort of do your thing on the stage in the racing room and you know so cam's going to take it in this year to yeah. see what it's all about and then the the two of you the two of you are booked for next year yeah i am absolutely not missing i was i was gonna bring my dad that's i think it was 2018 when i brought him for his birthday present the one and then we were traveling in 19 and then it all went off the rails after that but uh, we were gonna come back this year and then all this turn of events has happened so i'm locked in for 2023 greg Okay, um, I think I was scouting it out. I, I think it looks like March 10, 11, 12 next year. If nice, everything, everything Dad's birthday is March Listen. 8, so it's like oh, right okay. there. So like it's right on his birthday, basically. <laughs> so he has nice. a great time. We we uh, we brought him for our little uh, 22 racing shop tour that we're promoting right now. That uh, he was just like a kid in a candy store. He just went and bugged scott's guys and stuck Aww. his head in there with them and nice um before we let you go greg um as a long time inside track subscriber uh you got some great promos uh talk about uh inside track a little bit too please oh certainly yeah so the inside tracks our magazine we've done since 1997 it's like crazy to think about those numbers but we've been doing it since then and uh yeah, just a labor of love. It's it's like you guys, that we, what you embrace. It's it's Canadian racing, right from you know the smallest short track or drag strip or road course, you know the entry level people to the tops in the in the sport. So mm -hmm. just finished just finished a magazine um, issue, and I had a three uh, page interview in there, exclusive interview with uh, Jacques Villeneuve, talking Perfect. about mm. talking about his uh, the fun he had at Daytona. So, cool. uh, and then the adventure. So the, a lot of the car stuff, but a, a lot of the other stuff too, about uh, just his experience interacting with the community, how, what his reception was like, uh, ca camping with his uh, two, two, one month old baby. It was, it was like crazy. Young. <laughs> That's gotta be fun. He was laughing. Goes, no pressure on the kid. Eh? His name's Jill. So, ah, uh, ah. Yeah. <laughs> so he, he started racing yet, yeah. but uh, yeah, no, so it was, sounded like stories of him growing up where uh, it's the family in the motor home and uh, mm -hmm. that's, that's where you are. That's where you grow up. So, <laughs> yeah. anyway, and oh, I think it's looking like he might show up in a ride Pinty series at Travier. Oh, man. Boy. This... I, saw, I saw Cam's eyes bug out. <laughs> oh, well, we were thinking yeah. about next year for Trois Riviere, but I no, don't I know. Think, no, no, no. Oh I, man. I would not. Anyway, we'll see. I would not be surprised. Man, this... he, uh, he he loves the NASCAR stuff. He loves he he loves more drafting. Like he he felt very comfortable in the draft. Um, mm -hmm. the, the the way he put it, like the first line on the original restart, and he learned his first lapping in that car in drafting in that car was after the green flag went for yeah. the Daytona 500. Like they had a, an engine go and a throttle cable issue that took mm -hmm. out took him out of the duels, took him out of practice. And so it was like, here's the green flag for the Daytona 500. Start drafting with these guys in that yeah. new next gen car. So ultimate the, uh, trial by fire. <laughs> yeah, but he was right in the middle of it, dodged a, a big one and, and mm -hmm. had fun. He's like, you know, I, I'll probably get some opportunities to race. You know, he loves Road America, but uh, I think he'd love to do some more uh, oval stuff and, and drafting. He's, he just had a blast. Well, we, you know, it, it's one of those things like, uh, 
obviously we could talk for hours and hours and hours, Greg, about the, the penny series and talking about racing, but Motorama is coming really soon. That's why we wanted to get you on the show. And um, first off a ticket still available. I know it's, it's, it's going to be, you know, we've got a lot of tickets sold already. Um, and, and kind of let's talk about, uh, the three days. Is it, is it, you know, this is the same stuff all three days or, um, can people come in and there's going to be special, uh, special activities on specific days? Yeah. So, uh, if you're interested in tickets, um, you can purchase them. There are links right at the top of the page at motoramashow.com. So check that out. That's where we put all the news to, as well as on our social media feeds, but motoramashow.com is uh, your place to get tickets. Um, I guess, yeah, the show does have like a different feel on, on some of the days. Um, the Friday, and we're getting a good reaction again this year that they're coming back, but uh, we called students day. Oh, so cool. A lot of it's like, the, the teachers and the students, I don't think they, they find out about it. And we get emails from all over the province where a teacher will say, you know, myself and a chaperone, we're, we're coming. We've got two buses with, you know, 80 kids. And uh, wow. so they'll come and they like, I guess a lot of time they'll be like involved in a shop class or something or automotive. And so this is a chance for them. Kind of, it's, it's fun and get to see amazing cars, but they might work a learning thing into it. Um, we'll put some stuff on the stage during that time too, whether it's racers who got an engineering degree or, you know, someone from a college that's got a STEM program, you know, to talk about, uh, you know, you know, math or science it might not seem fun out of the textbook, but look what you get to do. You get to work on race cars or, you know, yeah. stuff. so we try and do that. That's, that's on the Friday. Um, one of the rooms that we have at the show, it's called mayhem and it's sort of a classic rockabilly feel. So throughout the show you can go and get like barbers you know tattoo artists uh there's a pinup contest there on the saturday um <laughs> classic classic old cars yeah um, they're, they're there and i think on the friday night in there, there we've got some bands so the, that'll almost be like the uh we have like a car owner's cocktail party so traditionally we cool. do it in another traditionally we do it in a private part of the international center but just with spacing and covid and stuff we we're like, oh, you know, maybe we won't have that this year. But so in lieu of that, I think we're going to have that band area in front of the stage in the rockabilly room. So that'll that'll be on the Friday night. Saturday, cool. if things go to plan, Friday, Saturday's like kind of a madhouse, like very, very busy. Um, you know, just all the booths are active. Everyone's excited to see the stuff and kind of, you know, it can get busy. But uh, and then uh, the awards ceremonies start in the afternoon because so much but on the stage so road racing night of champions drag racing and then short track night of champions go until close on the stage <clears throat> prior to that on the saturday we've got um the car show awards and those are broken up into two days as well so it's the, sort of the regular car show awards on the saturday and then that takes place on the sunday again the special awards so that's about another hour of presentations for that culminating in one of the cars that's identified on the Saturday as the Lincoln Electric Canadian 10 car. So there's a big banner goes up beside each of the 10 cars that the judges determine are the best 10 in competition at the show. And on nice. the Sunday, at the end of the day on the stage, all the car owners are in attendance and we all get to find out who the Grand Motorama Grand Champion is. 
Before we wrap it up, we got to know, we got to know the, uh, the, when does the, the end, because you guys got an extended time this year for a Sunday. So when is the last, uh, when do you guys close on Sunday? You know, we got a lucky break. We're originally part of our deal was we we're going to have to close at four o'clock because the other show is coming in. And at some point within the last week, they said, don't worry about it. So got a full day in on the Sunday. Uh, we go to five o'clock and then uh, tear down and start thinking about the racing season and next year's nice. show. Well, Greg, well, Gerson, yeah. holy moly. <laughs> I, su- I sufficiently hate myself for missing this, uh, this year's show, but uh, I know you guys are going to have a great time and well, yeah, do it up big for me. I- I've got to ask Greg, if there's, if you know of any 70 Chevelles, because my dad is supposed to be the, uh, the cameraman. <laughs> and if there's a good one, I might lose them to it. So um (laughs) i need to know whether i need to put him on a leash or not i I can do it i think you will that sounds like a safe bet that is that in the 69 camaro (laughs) cameraman al's gonna wander off you can yeah that's we'll do a a tour so it's kind of funny that's the joke you like i'm in the show office a lot of times or just running around so yeah usually about you know 3 30 on the sunday I'm like, okay, I got to go see this thing. Like we, we, it took so long to build it and it's so incredible. And I've seen pictures of these cars, but I've got an hour and a half before it gets torn down and I, I got to go see it. So that's, I'm glad you actually mentioned that. I did have that written down that uh, like, do you actually get a chance to experience it in all its glory before that's it's all it. gone? And, <laughs> and by then, by, by that point, I'm working on no sleep. So yeah a lot of times it's it's uh in the pictures afterwards like we got great photographers and they come and they're like you know take the stuff and and i'm just like oh my wow that was there <laughs> like that's incredible you're busy slamming coffees and red bulls and keeping stuff whatever yeah it's a, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a nasty uh <laughs> adrenaline crash or whatever on the monday oh man we hope it turns out great for you Greg. absolutely great yeah thank you so much guys it's great to be on with you and uh I love watching your success and your your smiling faces when you talk about racing. It's great. Nothing that makes us happier, Greg. Uh, but uh, thank right. you so much for coming on the podcast, buddy. And we will see. I will see you at Motorama. We'll you. All right. <laughs> great. And I'll no, see, see you at the racetrack, track. Greg. Yeah. yeah, you bet.